Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and here I am once again to bring you the hottest hot takes that you could have in all the world, all the land. Everything is worldwide now because we we, uh, communicate using the World Wide Web. What's the World Wide Web, you ask? It's a system in which everybody can talk to anybody from anywhere at any given time. Wouldn't it be insane if you Googled World Wide Web and it said exactly what I just said? Because you know what I didn't do? Use the um, phrase or the words in the definition when I defined it like everybody else does. But uh, today, that's not what we're here to talk about. Today, we're here to talk about a little something I've been, it's been kind of like brewing up inside and I've been thinking about this recently. I want to talk about first impressions because I feel like every everybody gets to a point in time where you either meet people and you say things like you formulate an opinion about them just before they even start talking or you overhear them talking to someone else and you formulate an opinion about them or you meet these people, you become like a lifelong friend with them and then like five years later, you're like, you know, it's crazy. When I first met you, I thought this. And um, you end up periodically having that same conversation again, especially if you guys are just hanging out, having some drinks at the bar, just catching up, being adults, having some adult beverage, beverage, having a beverage. But uh, yeah, first impressions, right? So what do you do? You rely on the internet, right? So you go, what do first impressions mean? In psychology, a first impression is the event when one person first encounters another person and forms a mental image of that person. Impression accuracy varies depending on the observer and the target. Duh. Of course it does. Of course it does. Depends on how much experience you've had in life. You've also met different versions of the people that you have a first impression of too in the past usually you know you meet you meet a person and you they either remind you of someone that you know or you've met or you've seen on tv or they fucking blow your mind by being totally unique and different you're like whoa i never i never met this version of this person there's so many levels to it you know there's so many uh you could you could meet somebody that looks like someone that you know but acts completely different or you can meet someone that doesn't look like someone you know but they have the same kind of personality and some people would say well you know it's astrological shit it's we always want to know we always want to have a reason for a thing being the way it is so we can so we can talk about it and we can uh you know, discuss it. And I think it makes us feel comfortable knowing that we can label things. So we go, you know what? The reason why this person acts like this is because they're a fucking Libra. That's why they act like that, right? Some people believe it. Some people don't. If you want to know where I stand on the matter, I'm kind of, it's one of those, it changes from uh, day-to-day kind of situations, right? Depends on who you're talking to. If you're talking to somebody who like really is excited about it, it's like, oh, you're a Virgo? Yeah, I'm a Virgo. Oh, that means that you're like this. And then you start. The the, coinc- the coincidence of like the personalities, the personality traits, and how coincidentally they'll be kind they'll be like pretty spot on. You'll be like, Yeah, you know what? I am a Virgo. That is how Virgos act. But do you feel like that 
perpetuates a certain behavior or do you feel like you're just naturally like that? I don't know. And you know what? Your head will start spinning if you sit around trying to figure out if what's real or what's fake. So you just got to pick something, stand by it. You know, try not to hop around on too many different, uh, uh, I don't know. Just commit, commit to some, commit to a belief, but be open to being uh, swayed in another direction, I think. But yeah, have you ever, this, there's so many different ways you get a first, you can get a first impression of a place when you walk in. You can get a first impression from a place from standing outside of the place and looking at it and going, this place looks like a dump. I'm not going in there. So you're going to dinner, right? What's a telltale sign? What's a good first impression? You walk in. Everything's clean. People have food in front of them. Can you ever walk into a restaurant and look at all the tables and people don't have food in front of them and how impatient, angry, and upset they look and the wait staff is running around or they're just standing around talking and texting on their phones and you're like, where the fuck is my food? That could be frustrating, but you walk in. The ambiance is nice. The music's not too loud. It's not... Jesus Christ, some car just drove by. It's not, uh, it's not overly crowded. As soon as you get in, they put a glass of water on the table. And you're like, oh, yeah. My first impression of this place is good. And the nail, the fucking final nail in the coffin on my judgment of the place is, can I take a shit in their bathroom? Is the bathroom clean enough for me to feel comfortable putting myself in a vulnerable position? Because you're in a vulnerable position when you're sitting down taking a shit. Can you imagine getting into a fist fight while you're taking a shit? There's no way... First of all, I don't give a fuck who it is. They're going to win, you know, because you got like, you know, you got you're like sitting on a cigar and somebody's just wailing on you. You There's nothing you could do about it. that fight is already lost. You take that fucking L, you pull your pants up and you walk out of that bathroom and you go home and you keep your head down until you get all the way home. But and you know, that doesn't happen often. It used to happen all, all the time. You would hear about people busting in the bathroom while you were taking a shit in the public bathroom and they would just start fucking, you know, swinging on you like it was just like fucking thrilling Manila type shit, you know, but not anymore. They don't do that anymore. You got the guy in the bathroom who's standing there when you go to like a certain places, the bathroom attendant, he like watches you while you pee. You know, you might say a couple of things to him. He'll offer you some gum. He'll offer you some extra sugar-free gum or some Trident or some dentine ice. Um, he'll offer you some cologne. He'll, they always have the same cologne, too. They got the fucking, they got the Davidoff cool water. They got the John Paul Gaultier, the blue one with the dude's body. And then they got, like, fucking some Gucci shit. I don't know. But they always have, like, a couple of the same ones you know exactly what I'm talking about when you go in these bathrooms the guy hands you the towel and then he expects you to put money in the little basket and you know what I get it I get it um <laughs> usually for me the thing that I feel like it really warranted my first impression of that guy is also important when I walk in is he smiling is he is he on his phone is he does he want to help you does he make eye contact with you while you're taking a piss and, but he doesn't make it weird. So then it's like, all right, cool. I don't know how much cash I got in my pocket, but it, it, it's all yours now. You know, he hands you a towel so you don't have to touch anything. He, uh, 
He puts soap in your hand. You know what I mean? Be interesting. I feel like I, I it, we're moving to a we're moving to a time where things are changing so much that I I wouldn't be surprised if I walked into a bathroom and it was like a woman working in there, like a mom though. You know, like she really wants to make sure that everything's okay. Like she's cheering you on while you're taking a piss. She's like, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake it off a couple more times because you don't want any drippage. Because you know what I'm talking about, that drippage. You just pull your pants back up prematurely and then you got some fucking pee spots in your underwear. And if you're wearing khakis, forget about it. Now everybody knows you peed on yourself. So what do you do? You go up to the sink, you wash your hands, and then you shake your hands out. But below the waist, so you splash water all over the front of the crotch. Now we don't know what's pee or if they have like a really aggressive fucking faucet in the bathroom. You know when you turn that water on and it just fucking, it shoots out, splashes all against the sink and gets all over your shit? Then you're like, well, damn, I should have peed on myself. But um, back to first impressions. When you got, when you meet a new person, say for example, we've all been in this position. And it could be anything, right? Say, all right, my mom's got a boyfriend, right? Say, this is a thing. And she goes, I want you to meet him. I'm a grown man now. Totally different than when, if I was a kid. If I was a kid, it, it wouldn't fucking matter. You know, I would have to meet this person. Now I don't have to. But now if my mom wanted me to, I would show up and I'll meet this person. And there's a couple of things I look for, you know? If it's someone I care about, like my mom... You want to make sure that this person is not a serial killer? How do you make sure someone's not a serial killer? Are they carrying any sharp objects on them? You know? Look at him. Pat him down a little bit. Make him put his hands up against the wall. You know? Tell him to bend over and grab his ankles. Give him a little frisk. Okay, cool. He's not a serial killer. Now, what's his breath smell like? Does he brush his teeth? You know, I don't want my mom to be with some guy that doesn't brush his fucking teeth. That's that's gross. Um, what's his haircut game like? You know what I'm saying? Does he have a fade? Like a respectable adult? Or is he fucking, I don't know, is he rocking a goddamn fucking jerry curl? Like it's still the 60s or some shit. I don't know. I don't even think jerry curls were in the 60s, just for the sake of the... Uh, I'm trying to paint a picture for you guys. But yeah, so what my first impression is really going to right off the rip, I'm going to be looking at what the dude is wearing. If he's old school, you got to expect a couple of certain things, right? You know, old school guys, they like to do shit like tuck their T-shirt into their jeans. Now, me personally, I think that shit looks stupid. And I remember one time when I was like six years old, my mom insisted that I tuck my t-shirt into my jeans. And I was not fucking having it. Not at six years old and not at 30 years old either. But if I see a grown man who's dating my mom with his t-shirt tucked into his jeans with one of those belts with the fucking double, the double holes right next to each other, that's like an old man thing too, right? The double hole belt, right? It almost looks like a fucking weightlifting, but it almost looks like a utility belt. Like the dude fights crime at night, but he dates your mom in the daytime. And then uh, he's got shoes on. He's got his jeans cuffed way too fucking much. And if it's summertime, he's wearing a bowling shirt. And if it's wintertime, he might be wearing a thermal. But if he's trying to impress you, he's wearing a fucking turtleneck so he can look like he's cultured. And usually 
It is a Bordeaux color, like a burgundy, like a really deep, deep burgundy, like fucking red wine Merlot kind of situation, you know? And he has glasses on, but he has those glasses with the tints and he's wearing a fucking Kango hat (laughs) and he's got a goatee, just a goatee though. I'm talking like a fucking, like a Ving Rhames goatee. And that's and and he and that's all right. That's okay. Now, does he have a job? I guess that's important too, right? Does he have a job? Can he take your mom on a date? What about when your friend introduced you to somebody? What about when you go to class and you go to school, right? You can look around. First impressions are happening constantly. You go to the same grocery store all the time. You know all the cashiers. One day there's a new cashier. Cashier is. They're going to be either polite, they're going to be impolite, they're going to be nervous because they're new. What's your impression of them? You can tell You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at them. And they say don't judge a book by its cover, but honestly, I mean, you can, you can obtain a lot of accurate information about a person just by looking at them. I believe that. You know? Forrest Gump was like, yo, you could tell a lot about somebody by looking at their shoes. And he's right. You know, what kind of shoes are they wearing? Wearing basketball shoes? Maybe they like basketball. If the guy's wearing a pair of LeBron James sneakers, maybe he's a LeBron James fan. Maybe I could just, by through deductive reasoning, I could assume that this man is a fan of LeBron James. If a girl's wearing a fucking vintage Britney Spears t-shirt that and said that she went to the concert in Vegas, I'm like, yo, you know what? That's some diehard shit. You love Britney Spears. I don't blame you. You know? Some people idolize these people. And it's crazy. I was, I was talking to uh, this. This has been coming up a lot recently. I've been talking about meeting your idols, right? That that old saying, you know, never meet your heroes, never meet your idols. And um, I feel like there's there's so many things going on right now in the world, and there's things that have over the last couple of years, and I'm pretty sure even will continue to do so. Things have been coming up about people that are in the public eye, that have huge followings, that have a lot of kids are fans of them and shit and like fucked up shit will come out about somebody and you're like damn i didn't know this person did that i can't believe it and you're like yo man like sometimes we forget that the people that we put in these high positions that we put on these pedestals and we hold them up to such a high regard are not immune to being a piece of shit they're not immune to just being a fucking human and humans fuck everything up Humans make things beautiful too. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying, I'm not just saying that humans fuck everything up all the time. I mean, we're great at that. We're great at fucking things up. We're also great at making things cool. We're great at creating and building. But <laughs> you really can't have one without the other, can you? You know, you wouldn't know the difference if it was just fucking dark all the time. You wouldn't know what the fuck light was. Like somebody would talk to you about it, and you'd be like, "Yo, you are high as hell, bro. Go to sleep." You know. So that being said, yeah, you don't meet your heroes. One of my friends asked me a question. She was like, is there anybody that you would like to interview that you like that you're you're a huge fan of? And I and I, I was kind of, you know, when I thought about that question, I was a little bit like I almost said people that I really fucking admire. I was just like, but you know what? I don't want to do that. I'd rather leave the mystery and interview somebody who I just think is interesting, but not somebody who like I kind of 
wish I could be like. I mean, I don't really have a lot of that. I have people that I really admire, but like, you know, I would interview somebody who does something really fucking cool. You know, like somebody who builds spaceships. I'd be like, you know, someone who doesn't even not even famous. They just build spaceships. Somebody who overcame a fucking terminal illness. Somebody who beat can't like you know what I mean? Like something like that is somebody that I'd like to talk to, get inside their head. I'd like to keep the mystery. Even if I was to fucking be at a point in my life where I was rubbing elbows with people that I admired, I'd like to keep a healthy distance from them. And it's only because I don't want to <laughs> ruin my uh, perception of, of people. Because everybody has their moments. Think about the amount of people that you know and love. And sometimes you're just like, I don't fucking want to talk to you today. I don't want to hear from you. And I definitely don't want to be around you. Now imagine catching somebody that you admire and look up to on a fucking bad day and then they completely shatter your dreams and your ideas of them by being mean to you. And now you got to carry that shit around for the rest of your life. Fuck it. Don't meet your idols. But you should just be aware that they're just people just like you. And they sit down and take a shit and they really hope that nobody's going to burst in that bathroom and beat the shit out of them just like you because I know you think about that shit all the time as do i as do i you know and what happens when you get an impression of people sometimes you become a little judgmental and we all know there's three types of judges in this world you got your simon cowles you got your paul abduls and you got your fucking randy jacksons you know what i mean now simon cowell he's a little bit more of a He's kind of, you know, he's really waiting to see. Like, he's kind of, he wants to observe you and see if you're really about it or if you're full of shit. And he's going to, he's a straight shooter. You know, you got Randy Jackson, positive vibes, could be swayed in any direction. And, uh, but he'll also keep it real with you, too. Like, if he fucks with you, he's like, yo, dog, that shit was great. And if he doesn't fuck with you, he's going to be like, yo, that's going to be a no for me, dog. And Paul Abdul is very positive. Now, what kind of person are you? See, me, we, we can always kind of, it's like interchangeable, right? It's interchangeable. You know, I got my days where I'm on my Simon Kyle shit when I'm like, you fucking suck. But then I got my days where I'm very open. And I'm like, you know, I'm like a little Paul Abdul. I say little because apparently she's like five feet tall. I could be wrong, but um, I would like her to be five feet tall just because I feel like it just makes sense, you know, like she can move like a fucking like she's just I don't know. She's got this energy and like ball of energy, little purse. She could do flips and shit, you know, no matter how old she gets, she's still going to be able to just do whatever. And that's because she's five feet tall. I got a theory. Small people, you know, they can do more athletic shit unless they're NBA players. Which is a different thing. NBA players are like, it's like when you look at like the Marvel movies. You remember Groot, the tree dude. That's what NBA players are like—a bunch of fucking. <laughs> they're like they're like that. They're like a different type of human being. That's why they can do what they do, and that's why they make the big bucks. And some people idolize them. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Uh, I don't have any emails to read this week, but. Feel free to send me any questions or concerns that you have to Corey has a podcast at gmail.com and I will gladly 
be beyond happy to read and answer any question you have live on the air. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, thank you all for listening every week. Please like, please share, please subscribe, and make sure you hit that follow button. Tell your friends about it. Tell your family about it. And I'm going to leave you all with this little gem right here because this works for me. It's been working for me for a long, long time. Next time you're in an argument with your significant other, just tell them to relax. It works every single time. All right, guys. See you soon. Later.